The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome back to part two of the Forever Fab podcast with my interview with Ms. Ty Hall. So Ty, you are an internationally renowned massage therapist, so you have seen a lot of bodies. Why do you think self-love is so critical to body image? You have to learn what you have to learn to love what's looking back at you in the mirror or no matter what you do to your external being, you're going to always struggle to love what's looking at you in the mirror because it's forever changing. And women are presented with the challenge and the task of falling in love with ourselves so many times over and over and over again throughout the course of life. Um, from the time that she hits puberty to, you know, she goes to college and freshman 15 and, oh, wait, do I fit in? Do they like me? Am I too fat? Let me go lose some weight. Um, or I'm not curvy enough. I'm not skinny enough. My hair's not long enough. My skin's not light enough. Um, my eyes aren't bright enough. Um, she gets married, uh, puts on a couple pounds, has a baby, has to fall in love with herself again, lose the baby weight, keep the baby weight, uh, go through menopause. I mean, that thing is serious. And, um, you, at all stages of your life, you have to still love yourself because you, while you also def, um, you're defining who you are, you define your worth, you define your your value, and broken crowns still color. If mm-hmm. I were to take a hundred dollar bill and rip it in half, guess what? It is still worth a hundred dollars. I don't care how broken it is. Right. And so um, the self love that you have to maintain is. Um, Irregard of what is going on with the outside temple, it, that's something that's done and that's internal work that you have to commit to. You have to commit to loving you before you want somebody else to love you. So that self-love sets the precedence and the standards of how you're going to allow everybody else to treat you or mistreat you is right. an extension of your own um, internal work. So everything that I do, um, no matter the country that I'm in, uh, the modalities that I'm um, traipsing around in is always going to be led from a place of self-love and self-worth and knowing that before you do anything, you got to love you right now as you are, or you will forever struggle. There's always going to be something wrong. Right. And otherwise, I mean, unless you're God and I didn't <laughs> know that that position was available. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Now this speaks to really what's at the foundation of, you know, body positivity and you have traveled all over the world. 
How are you seeing different cultures relate to body image and body positivity? I mean, is there even such a thing as body positivity in Asia or in Tanzania or in, um, you know, Iran? Well, maybe not Iran. <laughs> Forget that one. But <laughs> let's say, yeah, and other places in the world and other cultures, do they even have to speak of a body positivity or is it inherent? You are a person, you are a human being, you're a child of, you know, Buddha, God, Allah, whoever, and therefore, in essence, you are beautiful? Or is that just a Western thing? You know what it is? Mm. It's a capitalistic thing. Mm. Interesting perspective. Tell me more. <laughs> um, fear is learned. Hatred is learned or, or taught. Um, uh, insecurities are acquired. We are not born with them. And from so many external inferences through subliminal, subconscious, indirect um, impulses, influences, we are taught and trained, conditioned. We learn hatred, um, self-hatred, self-awareness, um, and that insecurity that it wouldn't be there without it. And when it comes to the definition of beauty, and then it also comes to um, uh, the ideals of uh, what self-love is or embracing yourself as you are. The only time that I've ever seen it be a problem are in areas with high socioeconomic hmm. um, demands and a strong capitalistic foundation. So when you compare, if you were to say Asia, it depends on what part of Asia. If you're in an area that has a, cause I mean, being beautiful can be expensive. Yeah. And so for a company to sell a product or service, first they have to point out that there is a problem and here is the solution, but they make more money when there are more problems, which is why there is no money in the cure. Um, companies make money off of us being educationally inept from us being financially sick, us being physically sick, nutritionally sick. Um, it is dangerous that the FDA, the Food and the Drug Administration have been combined um, into the same organization. And so when you have the powers that may be benefit from us being um, uh, underserviced or us being, uh, it, it provides an avenue of mass control. Mm. And then it also provides them to point out there, hey, you see those wrinkles in your forehead? We can get rid of them. They're like, I have wrinkles and they're like, yeah, we can make them go away. Would you make something go away? That's a good thing. Huh? Huh? Mm, no. mm. So um, from the capitalism that I see, um, it winds up transcending into other avenues within society or within a society of them feeling like they're not good enough. And then thus now is birth the fight and battle for continual self-love that eat, pray, love. I don't see it when I am in Cambodia. I don't, I didn't see it in a lot of parts of Thailand at the time when I lived there because Thailand was an emerging nation. Mm. I didn't see it in, in parts of Cuba because at the time when I was there, um, Cuba was still a third world country. I didn't see it when I was in um, Guatemala. Now, do they have it? It's getting there, but I'm noticing it's also because their capitalistic norms are also changing. You know, it is something, you know, I asked that question um, 
because it's interesting to me, even personally, I professionally sometimes struggle with that whole, what can I say, the, you know, the ugly side of the beauty industry, because I, I understand the, the basic tenets of selling product, right? Selling services. Advertising, find a need, fill a need. Right. So it's what I do for a living. And I think sometimes the conflict for me comes with my whole philosophy, right? Holistic um, plastic surgery, beauty inside and out. What are you eating, you know, instead of what are you just, um, you know, what are you looking for a laser to fix? So that I struggle with that because I try to teach my patients um, to, to do things if they choose to do it, if it's part of their beauty philosophy, um, to do things from a place of self-love. But when you're constantly being barraged that, you know, that wrinkle makes you look old or, you know, color your gray hair and, oh my God, you have grays or um, your, your face is sagging, et cetera. It's really, really challenging. I am honored to be able to offer the external solutions but at the same time to try to make up for the perceived deficits, I'm also trying to fill people up and saying it's not a deficit, it's a thing. You want to change the thing because it's going to help you put your best face forward and feel empowered and confident to just run shit, then I'm all about it. Let's do it. But please try to do it from a place of self-love, not self-deprecation or, or, or deficits. And, and it's challenging. It really is. Instead of people operating from said deficit and them focusing on all the things that they don't like about themselves, there's something to be said about speaking in the affirmative. And I'm like, let's change this nomenclature. I want you to say that I love me so much and I can't wait to improve. I can't wait to enhance. I can't wait to make this better so I can love me even more. There are powers and words. And I believe in speaking truth to life. Yes, I agree with that. I'm going to borrow that from you if you don't mind. Go for it. Go for it. Now, how do you define beauty? Beauty. Um, whatever sets your soul on fire to me can be beautiful or is beautiful. Um, beauty like is anything in, in everything. I don't believe there's beauty in anything negative. So it has to come from a place of positivity. It has to come from a place of um, something that's good revolving around light and love, but, um, anything can be beautiful as long as it makes you happy, as long as you are enjoying it. Um, doesn't, and then that beauty, just like self-love doesn't have to be defined by someone else. It is whatever it is that you see and you envision that you get to take into your temple. If it brings you joy and it's positive, then it is beautiful. So it starts from within. Mm -hmm. I love it. Now, do you do self-care? And if so, what's your self-care routine? All right. So I am <laughs> 20 friendly, like very 420 friendly. <laughs> and I started to medicate with cannabis because I noticed that, I don't know what happened, man. I freaking turned 30 some years ago and like shit went left. <laughs> <laughs> Not that left is a bad place. I'm just, you know, just no, saying I, left, I, right, I, whatever. <laughs> it, it didn't give me any memo, no heads up. My face broke out in acne and I started getting anxiety really bad. Um, 30s, it, it was a, a little bumpy road at first, but um, I had to learn how to control my negative self-talk and yeah. you can't believe everything that you think. You don't have, uh, I had to come up with better tools to maintain a healthy, um, maintain my mental health. Yeah. And one of my favorite tools is asking myself, is it true? 
And yes. then asking what makes it true and then asking and exploring what else is also true because you may get hemmed up on just one aspect of a truth. And especially if it's negative, it's very glaring and it sticks out and you have to fight for your joy and your happiness every day. And, um, cannabis allows me to, uh, maintain that and I can calm the craziness that's going on up there. Cause I don't have an usher in my brain say, wait, that's not true. Hold on. Let's veto those thoughts. And, um, <laughs> learning what it is that I need, uh, allowing myself to have that the two hardest things you'll ever do in life is figuring out what you want and then allowing yourself to know that you are worthy, that you can have it. So I went on a whole journey, uh, a part of healing and healing never stops. Healing is a forever yeah. promise, yes, forever commitment. Yeah. So my self-care um, involves me when I wake up in the morning, I give thanks for opening my eyes. I'll pray and I'll meditate before getting out of bed. When I sit up, I stretch. Um, I'll go and I have a vape pen. Um, or I have uh, liquid cannabis where I can put a few drops under my tongue and then um, I have a meditation pillow. So I'll go out and um, if it's not too muggy and hot, I live in Maryland, I'll yes. meditate on my condo porch um, with my meditation pillow and I'll look over my day. I'll make, I'll schedule if I haven't already my water breaks. Um, I'll schedule me reminding myself to eat cause I would go all day without eating. <laughs> I schedule to make sure that I have a jog in there. So, mm -hmm. um, decompress, lower my stress and my cortisol. If I know levels, I'll go for a jog midday. Um, and if I need a nap, I will rearrange my schedule and honor whatever it is that I need. I now make sure that I get it and I don't, I don't wait for it anymore. It's like, it's in yes. that whatever I need, it's healthy, it's positive. I make sure I have it and I can help so many other people so much better when I make sure I help me first. Good for you. You're honoring your temple by giving yourself what you know you need. Mm -hmm. So before you get to that meditation pillow and you get to that, your place of Zen, what do you do for your beauty routine or your skincare routine? You said you had acne mm -hmm. um, and now you no longer. So what are you doing for your skincare or your beauty routine now? Um, uh, the culture background that I grew up in, um, it's very, uh, it's heavily, um, I it's, I'll say it's, it's meat based. It's land based. Mm. I believe that if you want life, you have to feed life with more life and acknowledging that my body is a forever changing temple. Um, that meat is no longer, it can no longer be a mainstay staple in my diet based okay. upon eating for my blood type. Oh, great for you. And so I believe my, in that as well. Thank you, Dr. Diodamo. Right. Yes. Thank you. I never heard of it before. And I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. Yes. So as I started to remove certain things from my diet, my skin started to clear up. I drink a gallon of water a day, almost every day. Um, and then right next to my nightstand over here, I have some supplements that I, um, as I continue to honor my temple and I know how my machine works and what fuel my machine needs. Yes. I extreme vitamin D deficiency. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't getting enough sunlight. And so I will take a vitamin D supplement. Most of my, uh, <laughs> my beauty routine is internal work. It's not, I don't really have too many products for me to clear up the acne on my skin. It did not come from anything that I put outside. It was me adjusting everything that was going inside. Yes. 
I, um, what else did I need more of? Uh, vitamin C and, um, I'm anemic. So vitamin D, um, I noticed that things that are high in acidity will cause me to break out. I noticed that my skin responds better when I eat berries and kale. So one of the first things I do in the morning, I have a Vitamix, shameless plug to Vitamix. They are amazing. <laughs> but Oh I'll my gosh, but it takes so much to clean that bloody thing. <laughs> it's worth it though. It's worth it. It is. It absolutely is. So I don't fuss, but I'll toss some kale, some berries, some water into a Vitamix. And I try to focus on things of purity. I, I have the products. I honestly don't use many products. I have um, SPF because you can't get that from your diet. <laughs> right. That's for sure. So I have SPF sure. moisturizer. And um, I, I think that's it. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I, when I was growing up and I, I was a, when I was a teenager, I had horrific acne, like horrific acne, the kind that was so bad I didn't want to go outside. And um, I learned and educated myself that it's what I'm putting inside. So it didn't necessarily solve 100% of my acne issues, but I assure you when I stop for me, and my temple, when I stopped eating dairy and gluten, my skin cleared up significantly. So my first approach, um, and, and it's also the approach that I counsel my patients on if they're looking to not only improve their skin, but just looking to, you know, improve in general, right? And increase vitality, decrease brain fog, stimulate or, or help support immunity, et cetera. It's to start from the inside and really consider what you're putting into your body. Because food, like Hippocrates said, is absolutely can serve as medicine. Food is medicine, period, end of story. Yes, it is. Oh, so, with yes. um, satin pillowcases now too, because I noticed that the oil from my hair would yeah. cause me to do weird things. Yes. And time my stress levels rise, I know it shows up on my cheekbones yes. or in this area. Uh, and so that'll be like, huh, okay, might need to go yeah. take a vacation. So before getting out of <laughs> I might schedule a vacation somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I definitely, I definitely start on the inside and the outside things have to do more with to your point, you know, stretch management, stress management. Am I exercising all the products that I am putting on my skin? Are they causing some kind of irritation? But I'm not going to lie. I am a product junkie. <laughs> I just love exploring, right? I, I love, I love ingredients. I love dissecting all that stuff. So speaking of products, I know you don't have many, but of the, the few products that you have, what is the one beauty product that you would say you either can't leave the home with your home without, or, or you just can't live without one, if you I have one? One? <laughs> I don't want to be boring, but I'm going to say SPF. Okay, that's all good. Listen, um, you're right. You can't get total SPF from food. There are certainly, you know, the brightly colored foods with the carotenoids that can help you know, your body to um, manage or fight off DNA damage from the sun. But yes, SPF is important, critical. Deodorant's important too. Can't live without that one. Which one? Deodorant. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. The other thing that I swear by though, I swear by it, it it's more of an ingestible, um, black seed oil. I yeah, that counts. That counts. Oh, it's, I mean, oh, so I'll replace the other two and we'll put black seed oil. Black seed oil. Okay. Now why do you take black seed oil for what specific purpose? 
Oh, it clears and um, helps to purify the blood. Um, it uh, improves my immune system. It gives my skin this vitality boost to it that I just absolutely love. And I notice the difference when I have gone too long without taking it. That thing comes with me everywhere. Got I, it. If I don't have, uh, if I don't have a, a travel bottle to pour it into, I will check a bag if my black seed oil is there. I'm like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ms. Ty Hall, the ever fabulous, here we're down to our last two questions. Okay. And the second to last one is, if you could wish one wish for the world's future, what would that wish be? I wish that we had a greater, greater sense of understanding of others where we could put uh, be more human within humanity. I wish that we could pause our own internal battles to be able to connect with the person sitting across from me because everyone is fighting some type of fight. And I wish that we could learn to walk more gently and understand the next person. I will second that. Thank you for your wish. And the last question is the Fab Five. Ty, what are your top five recommendations for living a beautiful and fabulous life. I'm going to write these down. All right. Number one, forget about money. Focus on what sets your soul on fire, what makes you happy, what brings you joy. Because when you are doing what you like, not even the level of riches, but wealth will come. True wealth can't be bought anyways. And the things that will make a life worth living are focused around the things that you do that bring you joy. And from that, you can learn and take business courses and figure out how to monetize it. But stop. Okay. Number two. Number two, um, find one thing to do personally and commit to it for 30 days because that muscle memory and cellular memory of you creating structure and routine, discipline, dedication, and consistency will trickle over into other aspects of your life. Perfect. Number three. Number three, have more orgasms. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, does that tie into number two? Like find the something to do, commit, you know, and commit to it for 30 days straight. Okay. I mean, I'm going to work on that. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. <laughs> I love that. You said number two and your number three was have more orgasms. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, number four, <laughs> darling. Check out of pseudo reality mm. and connect more with nature and actual reality. Learning to live in the moment and be, and it doesn't have to be captured with a picture. You can use your mental capacity. I freaked my entire family out once I went on a trip and I was like, hey, I'm just like, I know ahead of time, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm, I'm gonna leave my phone at home. Ooh. I went on a five-day trip to Mexico and didn't bring my phone. My fiance was like, because he asked me, he was like, hey, can you? I was like, nah, I left my phone. He was like, I was like, oh, I forgot to tell you about that. My bad. He was like, you did what? I was like, I work can wait. It can always wait. I wanted to be in the moment with you. I wanted to experience. I wanted to enjoy and live. You can't do that if your head is always down to some device. Yeah, that was great. Good for you. Disconnect and check out. And then I came home and guess what? The world did not burn. I missed a few calls, a few emails, got back, and we didn't miss a beat. Life went on. 
But you were missed. You know you were. Well, I told I put up a um an announcement on Instagram, on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'm going on a trip and I'm leaving my phone at home. If you need me between now and then, don't. See you when I get <laughs> Oh my goodness. Brilliant. <laughs> number five. <laughs> um, number five. Uh let's see. Um Find ways to invest that don't require, always require your, your attention. That um, don't always require or that do? That do not always require your presence. Mm. Ah, um, okay. Uh, you're going to, time is not on an unlimited real estate. And if you are subjugated to only being able to make money by what you do when you are actively present, you will forever be chasing financial freedom instead of actually attaining it. You have got to find ways um, and, and create multiple streams of income. But they, one of them has to be when you grow to exchanging money for money instead of exchanging time for money, because you can always get more money and make more money and use that to make more money. You cannot get that time back. And make more money and make more money and lose some money and make more money. <laughs> it becomes circular, doesn't it? <laughs> Gone. So find ways where you can become financially um advantageous and progressive, but it doesn't require you to stop what you're doing and put your hands on somebody, whether it's a product that you can promote and put advertising money behind it, uh, whether it's an ebook you can write and promote, but something that is not directly related to you having to be present to have some type of financial gain. Wow. 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 Oh, I always tell my patients, don't touch your face, but I can't help oh, it. In okay. <laughs> Miss Ty Hall, this incredible. Fun. And you were just the absolute cutest. <laughs> you have a, your energy just emanates through the the screen. And I'm just like, yo, I, I, I like it here. I like this moment. Thank you. We I'm, had a moment, right? We had a key key. We did. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, you know, I started this um, podcast really ideally um, as a creative outlet. I felt that I just needed... I kept saying, oh, you know, I, I, need, I need some kind of evolution in my life. So I, I wanted to do something different, something I, was, I didn't know anything about, something uh, I didn't know how to do, um, and just to expand my horizons. And the absolute expected but sort of unexpected joy that I received from it, I mean, don't get me wrong, it is work, right, to do people, guess the honor of doing my research, making sure I ask intelligent questions that are engaging, that help, you know, bring you help you to shine. Um, it is work, but one of the unexpected joys that I derive from it is getting to meet people like you, you know, meet people like you. So I'm so honored. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate your energy and your light and how you are helping to make the world a more beautiful place. Thank you for having me and hosting this. And I continue, I wish you continued success. Thank you. Act, uh, more and more beautiful souls and energies together and uh, remind the world that, yeah, some craziness going on, but there's, <laughs> there's so many amazing things and people yeah. to love and look up to and that any day can be your day one. This brings us to our close of this week's episode of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, Ty Hall. Visit timeoutstudios.com and that's time, T-A-I-M-E, outstudios.com. If you want to email Ty Hall, 
email her at connect at timeout.com. And that's connect at time, T-A-I-M-E out.com. Follow her at at timeout massage and at the TOSI method, T-O-S-I method. Buy her book, hashtag Lunchbox Chronicles, Raising a Conscious Black Boy in America at thriftbooks.com and also on amazon.com. Remember to include the hashtag in the title, hashtag Lunchbox Chronicles, Raising a Conscious Black Boy in America. As always, if you like this episode of Forever Fab Podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab Podcast, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and private access to my clubhouse. Visit patreon.com slash foreverfab. For holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, go to elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, and beauty questions on the go. That's click, C-L-I-C-K dash lift.com. And... If you don't want to go anywhere or leave your home for your beauty maintenance, look out for Jet Set Beauty RX, offering mobile aesthetic medical services such as injectable fillers and multivitamin facial treatments. Jet Set Beauty RX is coming to your neighborhood soon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Forever Fab Podcast. Until next time, as always, stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.